there's so much more questionable stuff that you've said that you had no more thoughts about. That's true. Yeah. Honestly, That's I don't just really, like my. I honestly don't just care. Like my opinion, Nobody man, listens but, to this crap. Yeah. Except my mom. She's already accepted me for who I am. That's right. She's a saint. That's why. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So uh, just prepare to. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fired. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepared to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to the Unbeatables Yosemite Weekly Pacers Podcast. Today is November 13th, 2022, and this is episode 611. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and former season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss a 2-in-1 week of Pacers basketball. Joining me this show are two of our three analysts, Coast to Coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up? Undebeatable shout out to the Enforcer, who actually won't be with us this week. But uh, it was super good to, to see everybody and have everybody together for Undebeatacon. Can't believe that was, uh, like, last week. Seems like a long time ago I know. already. From Asheville, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Yeah, I think the Enforcer's in some legal trouble, uh, just enforcing us during that weekend. Probably got into some hot water, so mm. shout out. Thanks for taking the, the brunt of this for all of us. Uh, great to see you guys, and... Um, yeah, I don't know if they get better with age. I feel like maybe they do. We're like a fine wine. For sure. For sure. Also, shout out Democracy. Well done. Dem- democracy. Mm. I took, uh, took, the, took the baby and uh, my in-laws down to, uh, to vote this past Tuesday. And it's, um, they changed the, the voting rules, in, 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 at least in Marion County. I don't know. Uh, what it's like statewide, but now you can vote anywhere, at least within the at least within the county. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't have to be uh, at your home pol- polling location. So we all got to vote together, which was very helpful. Well, uh, also, yeah, it's nice that uh, Waywin got a vote. Yeah, exactly. He did not get yeah, a vote. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh... got a sticker. Okay, all right. Uh, also, shout out to. Uh, the doctor who got us this amazing uh, Airbnb right downtown so we could walk to um, uh, our experience uh, with seeing the dollop and also to the Pacers game. Uh, also, I was able to walk two minutes to a polling place. Oh, nice. Um, it took me, um, yeah, about six minutes to walk to uh, school 
no one was in there but me and they had like four people to help me get through there and uh yeah and then walk back so shout out uh, indianapolis for making voting easy we had a great time uh, hanging out together the, the the four of us and we we like to do these uh it's been a few years since we've been able to to, to get together and, and catch a game and and do all the other shenanigans that is that uh you know they just find us you know i don't know um we don't plan it it just it just happens but it was a good one for 2022 it was a great time and um you know we gotta probably start planning the next one well it's probably gonna be a playoff under yeah, the way these pacers are playing we'll see you in may <laughs> Yeah, so well, before we get into the games, I do want to remind you that you can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, and you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. And uh, one of the benefits of uh, some of the supporting tiers is koozies, which if you're listening to this now and you're a new listener, you may have found us the jacuzzi. Colson was forcing them to uh, <laughs> oh, all. No, I, I went around. I went around to people at the bar and said, "Are you a Pacer fan? Do you like free shit?" That's and then if you said yes to both those things, then you got a koozie. I, I, I don't think I was forcing it on people. Okay, well that's good to hear. Glad to hear you clean, cleaned up your game. <laughs> But yeah, we've got uh, some koozies, and if you uh, are, are a supporting member, um, you get one shipped out to you. If you don't have, well, if you even if you do have them, part of the package. If you don't want it, not going to force it. But Jason, yeah, you alluded to this. So the Pacers, <laughs> they are they are uh, struggling to tank here. They had a two and one beak of, of basketball. The first one we talked about a fair bit already. A couple shows back, but the uh, the Pacers uh, on Monday, November seventh, at home took down New Orleans, one twenty nine to one twenty two. Again, uh, you can go back for a detailed uh, analysis of the game. Like uh, I guess two two shows back at this point, but um, a show or two back. But Miles Turner was was on fire for the Pacers. Thirty nine points. I'm sorry, thirty seven points, twelve rebounds. And was just crushing it. Halliburton also had a great game, 20 points and uh, 13 assists. So kept uh, kept Zion, you know, pretty in check. Pacers did. Uh, held him to 26. And Brandon Ingram was uh, relaxed and smooth and picked up 29 points. And looked good doing it. But it was not enough to, uh, to stop the Pacers uh, Monday night. Next game... For the week, Pacers uh, took on Denver Wednesday, November 9th. Again, this one's at home, and this game was this game was wild. It was uh, uh, Denver has a a, a a lead early, and uh, Pacers really storm take that back and, and give it away just a few minutes left into the game, and, uh, and we, never recovered. We were up so. eighteen, buddy. Yeah, I mean it was they had a nice healthy lead and um you know and then the fourth quarter just rolled over. Fourth fourth quarter <laughs> was uh was was not great for the Pacers. Um this one was led by 
Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, 21 points. Miles Turner, again, a good game, 14-11. and 11. And Buddy Heal was 17. Also, I don't know, Benedict Mathern had dropped 30 off the bench. That seems good. <laughs> Isaiah Jackson, 17 points, uh, 10 rebounds. But we'll talk about this one a little bit later, but it was a... This was this is the kind of game I wanted to have the whole season. You know, they had a good lead, they learned something, and they lost. Yeah, they, they, but, they, yeah, they played hard, they looked great, and they they yeah. lost down the stretch to a veteran I, team. I want the moral victories. I don't want the you know the victory victories, victories. <laughs> the Im- immoral victories, whatever. Immoral victories. <laughs> <laughs> Last game of the week, Saturday, November twelfth. This one again at home on the homestand. Pacers beat Toronto. 118 to 104. This was a little bit in, in reverse. Pacers had a lead early, gave it up in the middle, and uh, took it away at the end Storm of the game. Storm back. And, <laughs> yeah. Buddy Heald dropping 22. Miles Turner 19 and 10. And uh, Halliburton, 8 points, but 15 assists, which uh, I, I like. I like that a lot. OG Ananobi on Toronto with 26 points. And Thaddeus Young, our boy, oh, 15 points. He was murdering us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows us inside and out. He did. He just loved going up against Miles Turner, just picking him apart. <laughs> yeah. So, overall, 2-1 week of, of basketball. You know, I think that, the you know, Toronto, I mean, I mean honestly, Toronto is not that far off from where we are in the, in the standings. You know, Denver's... Um, they're eight and three at the time of uh, uh, of the game, but so they're they're certainly you know a solid contender with with a you know a boatload of talent on that team. But uh, Colson, you know what what do you what's the plan for this team? Like they they've got upcoming games against you know not great competition. I mean, are we making a a push at something decent, or are we going to fade into the uh, the abyss once the later season comes in. Yeah, no, I think it's too too turly, uh, too too turly. It's too <laughs> early to call this season. Um, it's turly. It's turly. It's turly to call the season. Um, I think that um, you've got a, several factors going on. I think that um, Buddy Heald is um, having a career year. He's out of his gourd. He's hitting. Is he third in the league in three point hit? Uh, he's just, or maybe he's right behind Steph Curry. Like he's just, he's just hitting all the threes. Miles um, Turner is playing perhaps his best basketball. I mean, he's still an imperfect player and has good games and bad games, but he's probably playing the best basketball of his career. Um, you've got uh, a rookie, Benedict Matherin, who. Um, is the second best player on this team all of a sudden. And, um, you know, got a good play so far in this season at Rookie of the Year. Um, on top of that, it seems like Rick Carlisle is newly engaged with this team. Um, Halliburton's a steadying force. And you've got just a, a stable of young, athletic guys that are playing hard. I... You know, Vegas looked at this team and said it's it's a 23-24 win team. I think we all sat around and looked at it and said it might be a little bit better. But uh, at least right now, 
all this stuff is coming together in the right way. And uh, we are winning games that I don't think even this team expected to win. And it's just really fun to watch. It's really fun to root for. These guys seem to like each other and play hard for each other. Uh, there were so many game, uh, so many plays in this in this Toronto game. Toronto's really tough defensively. Uh, they're just so long, and down the stretch where we just outbattled these guys. I'm I'm just having a hard time rooting for losses right now. Oh yeah, I mean, I agree with you. This team's super fun to to root for. You know, they they pull for each other, and you know they have that joie de basketball that we always talk about that that. We had for a moment there with the Victor Oladipo season or two, and then uh, it, it faded away. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so if you want to, I'll play a devil's advocate, I guess, from some level. Like, so the the Denver game uh, was incredible. We're we're playing great, up by eighteen. It should be said that Nikola Jokic was seriously limited uh, in that game due to foul trouble. Yeah. And as soon as he was able to come back out on the floor, uh, Denver had their playmaker again, and they just started making plays and hitting shots and started playing defense. Oh, and and he, he, yeah, and also he could just hit whatever shot he wants. Yeah, I mean, just, he's just, yeah. he's the two-time defending MVP for a reason. MVP. Like, he is super, yeah, exactly. super good. Um, <clears throat> but kudos to the guys for, like, playing hard. They they played up tempo and battled and, and got a deserved 18-point lead in that game. Uh, against Toronto, um, yeah, I mean, if you were to watch the first half of that Toronto game, you'd be sickened, I think, by the the effort that this team put forth. You know, Toronto is a hard team to play against, and they, they get up in your grill and play super hard defense. And the Pacers just got outworked in the first half. I mean, they were giving up offensive mm-hmm. rebounds left and right. They were turning the ball over everywhere. and Everything was deflected. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I they think... They couldn't figure out how to run their offense. They just couldn't. No, it's very difficult against a team like that. You know, that's like one of those, you know, we talk about when you sit down low and you wonder how anybody completes a pass in the NBA. Like, I would mm-hmm. I would imagine it would especially look like that against the Toronto team. But yeah, Carlisle has the pulse of this team, and whatever he said to them at halftime was inspiring or at least made a difference and they came out and looked like a completely different team in the second half and worked their butts off out competed toronto um got a couple lucky breaks with calls perhaps um but you know that's gonna happen the other way to us in other games but yeah i thought they just executed on the stretch and, and made made good defensive plays and smart offensive plays the caveat is of course toronto was missing their two best players right Sure, they did not sure. have Van Vliet and they did not have Siakam. Um, sure. So if you throw that wrinkle in, maybe you're, you, you don't want to get too high on this team at some level. No, no. But this, the, the, but Toronto is, is still devastating defensively. I think they're top five at this point. Um, and for a reason. It's just impossible to get anything done against them. I think the halftime speech was speed up or slow down. Like you got to attack when they're not ready, or be patient. You know, because they were running zone against us. Because when you're that long, why not, right? Um, yeah. And and we well, just and against picked the young the team, zone. mix it up and cause confusion. We yeah. we picked apart Halliburton picked apart their zone. He found yeah. the 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 soft spot in it all the time. 
Um, it was really impressive. I, I, I do want to uh, wonder if uh, Carlisle was worried that we're winning too many games and went ahead and got a uh, tech foul in the last 30 seconds of that, oh, uh, that, that Nuggets game, game. To really seal it for the Nuggets, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because That's the, the thing point. is, it's like, you know, we, we, we say that uh, players don't tank. That's not their job. You know, um, the coaching, basically, the, the ownership will go down on the coaching staff and say, hey, look, sit some guys. Somebody's got, you know, you know, maybe you're, um, you know, maybe you think a guy's not ready to compete tonight or whatever. Um, players don't tank. Um, and this game was still in doubt. And Ben Matherin fouled. I'm putting it in quotes. Um, uh, someone I can't remember who it was, but um, and uh, it could have just been a guy that went to the line, and it would have been a two point game at that point. But uh, Carlisle went nuts. Went it nuts. I thought he was going to get kicked out of the game. I thought it was going to well, be two went, tests. Well, what's weird though is that he went nuts, and the referee was cool with it. He was like, "You didn't agree with my call," but Nikola Jokic was there, and pointed out to the referee that Carlisle was outside his coaching area, mm. which uh, Denver had gotten teed up for earlier in the game. Earlier in the game. And the referee was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Technical foul. I got it. Cool. So thanks, Nicola. That's maybe a Chris Paul-like little that, bit. That's why, he's, that's why he's an MVP, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, you mentioned uh, Halliburton picking apart that Toronto defense. I was also particularly impressed with TJ McConnell in that game i thought he did an excellent job of creating open looks and uh getting into seams and and um yeah basically just breaking that defense apart and it was it was hilarious i i watched um on league pass and got the toronto announcers Mm, um, nice and they were they were irate they were like he's never gonna shoot the ball like don't treat him like a like don't leave your man (laughs) like what are you doing He's never going to look at the basket, and but he's just like such a, a magician at like creating space and getting in there. You like instinctively go reach for it, and you reach. He teaches, you know. Yeah, it's funny. The couple times he did shoot the ball, he missed. You know, it was just yeah. like he wasn't. That was not his night from the floor. But like again, because he's the smallest guy on the floor, and everyone else on the other side of the ball is, you know, six nine wingspan. You know, mm-hmm. wingspan. So, um, I. There are two moments that I want to mention in this game that I was just so delighted by in the Toronto game. There's um, so Halliburton had a really tough shooting night. Um, he just couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Now, uh, Joey, you mentioned he had a, um, a season high uh, 15 assists. He was doing all the right things, but is that even a, is that a pacer high 15 assists? No, I think he had seven. No, he had seventeen last season. Yeah, Tinsley anyway. had like twenty plus. At some point. Well, no, no, I'm saying uh, uh, pacer high for him. No, for him, I see. Gotcha. But I think he had seventeen last season, maybe. But anyway, it was it was a great night. Uh, but he couldn't hit the bright side of the barn, and and we really needed a basket. And for whatever reason, Halliburton shot a thirty five footer, just like just right off the the logo, um, and uh, cashed. And he was so happy like he just the smile on his face um he even he did a little uh pray and look up to the ceiling like he was just but it was it was just it was it was hysterical i mean he was just broken and he hit it and he was just so happy it was wonderful um and then and it was also a big point in the game 
But then it was a sweet illegal even, screen by Jalen Smith too to open that up. Oh, I'm fine with all illegal screens. That's fine. <laughs> I, I'm I'm fine. Illegal screens on both sides of the ball. I'm not mad about. I want sure. I want my big guys to be able to do violence on some level without getting caught for it. That was like an offensive guard like uh, creating a, a wide open hole for a running back though. That was pretty intense. <laughs> Nick Nurse also um, lost his ass at that. Was one. very upset about that. Yeah. Um, the other one that uh, I was really appreciative of is that uh, Buddy Hield does like a, a super spin move at like the top of the key and then goes all the way to the bucket and lays it in, and um, the entire bench just mobs him, like just mm-hmm. jumping up and down. Um, and it was just, it was really fun. It was a fun game. It's these guys seem to like each other and for each other. And it, I, I don't know if I watch a game and I'm, um, you know, feel this much warmth and joy over something, I'm, I'm going to continue to watch it the, the next game. And, uh, I assume that that kind of camaraderie leads to more wins than losses so yeah, no, I, I think uh, this is a great week of basketball. Uh, two and one, bitches. <laughs> no doubt about that. I did look up the the single game Pacers record. So Jason, you were right. It was uh, Tinsley Jamal Tinsley 21, 23. 23. Yeah, twenty three. Yeah. Twenty three. Number two. Any guesses on the number two? Uh, Jamal Tinsley, 21. You're talking about no, the, the second player. Uh, no, second both. highest single game. It says Scott Skiles or something. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, nice. Got 20. I'll, I'll run down the, the so, so there's 23, 20, and then three at 19. So Mark Jackson Tinsley has another. Those. Yeah, so Tinsley, Jackson, and Jackson again. Yeah. Four at 18 in a game. Tinsley, Jackson, Michael Williams. Ooh, my in, boy. In 90 months. Mm-hmm. And Vern Fleming. Yeah. In 19. I knew Vern Fleming was and up there. Interestingly, I think, is for 17, there's there's more of these, of course, but Terry's Halliburton has one of those from yeah. uh, April of last, of, or I guess of this year. And T.J. McConnell has one from 5 of 21. Darren Collison, Jeff Teague, Mark Jackson, 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 Jackson. Uh, so Jackson all of those guys... Did we get a Jackson five? <laughs> <laughs> All those guys are in my top 25 except uh, Jeff Teague and uh, Jamal Tinsley. Well, and Halliburton, right? Where's, where's uh, Michael Williams? I mean, where's Michael Williams on that list? Up there. Uh, Michael Williams, I believe, is just an honorary number one. <laughs> he hovers about <laughs> everything. Like we don't wow. mention him when I do the the list, but he just, just we just know he's there. Given. Yeah, exactly. It's implied. It wouldn't yeah. be even fair to rank him because yeah, sure. <laughs> That's right. All right. I do want to one last shout out before we get out of here to uh, Benedict Matherin. I can't get out of here without. Throwing some love to my guy who dropped 18 and a quarter against the Nuggets and was just effervescent. 30 points. Got reined back in a little bit in the third quarter, but kept fighting and and made a couple tough shots down the stretch. Like, um, gets into the lane, creates contact, gets himself to the line. I think he's 
leading uh, all rookies in the league in free throw attempts per, per game, despite the fact that he gets zero respect from the referees. Like, there are so mm. many times in the game he goes in and gets <laughs> absolutely mauled, and there's, like, no yeah. call. Um, although that may be my ridiculous bias. Uh, he had a tough game against Toronto, but again, like, I just love this guy's attitude. He just he just does not stop. He just keeps coming. Like, he had a horrible Finds first half. And just, yeah, kept kept going just kept firing away hit a couple threes and got himself to the line and and battles on the defensive end too and uh yeah i just i'm i'm enamored with this young fella i am too like i i just it it really does it's like it's almost at this point and this feels weird uh because he's a rookie but it's almost like a comfort blanket like you Mm. you just know that there's there's somebody on the floor that will be aggressive and attack and do something, make something happen. Yep. You know, he's the guy that's going to try to steal the ball from you. He's the guy who's going to get on the floor. Um, yeah, no, he's absolutely amazing. Um, I'm already ready for to watch him as much as possible. Uh, shout out to Jalen Smith this game uh, against Toronto. Mm. Um, absolutely. It was the reason that we, you know, held on early. Um, hit a bunch of threes. Had some twos. He made he made this uh, possible for us to stay in the game to to run away with it down the stretch. It was a two one week of basketball, and we lost a three point game after being up eighteen to a title contender. Not a bad week. Yeah, dangerously close to sweeping that homestand. So, and, uh, and dangerously close to being good at basketball. Oh, this is a good. This is a good team. They're playing very well. Coming up this week, the Pacers uh, go back out on the road for a couple games uh, at Charlotte on November sixteenth, and then at the Houston Rockets on Friday, November eighteenth, uh, and then home. They return home for a uh, two-game set against the Orlando Magic, back to back or not back to back. Sorry, Saturday and Monday, the Orlando Magic they play. Uh, in the field house, I guess they come back for another a four game, another four game stand at home. Uh, dangerously winnable games here, guys. What are we uh, predicting? Three games this week. Sweep. Joey goes three and zero. Colson, what you got? Uh, I I wanted to go sweep, but I guess mm. I'll go two and one. Yeah, it's hard to pick a a winless week from this team. They haven't had one yet this year, so. Uh, guess i'll go one and two harper's picking i went three against the hapless Hornets, charlotte rockets magic yeah. yeah yeah come on harper man <laughs> messed up excited to see uh paolo bancaro uh another rookie the number one pick for the orlando magic uh excited to see what my boy benny matherin does to put well, yeah. a stamp on paolo bancaro there that's, a, that's an excellent point because they won't be guarding each other, but like on some level, um, you know, Mather's going to want to make a statement to see if he can get rookie of the year over uh, Bankera. So this could be yeah. real fun. And yep. also, I, I know this is the following week, but it's a back to back against Magic. So that could be a really fun interplay with yeah, them totally. coming up here. Plays Jamari Smith against Jamari Smith on uh, Friday as well, the Rockets. So. You know what? And it's so what's so funny is that I really wanted Jabari. That was my number one pick for the Pacers, Jabari Smith. Yeah, well, you'll get to see if you were uh, 
I mean, he, he seems all right. Envy. I think he'll be fine. There's no Matherin. There's no Matherin. That's true. All right. Well, we'll be back with you on Thursday, and um, we'll do a little deep dive topics then. Uh, Jason's got some some. Was it a deep dive, medium dive into some very Halliburton? Sh- very shallow, very shallow water. No diving allowed. I want to say it's a wade. That's <laughs> that's a relative term, though. I think I think uh, your shallow might be, you know, other other folks that might be there. Well, is it is it like snorkeling versus scuba diving? Is that where we're at? Yeah, this is, is definitely way closer to the snorkeling end. Yeah, you okay. got to keep your head like you got above. You know, like you oh, got to yeah. have your pipe to the to the air. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just like Colson said, that old that old chestnut. That's what my grandpappy always told me: <laughs> keep your pipe to the air. <laughs> you can find us. Until then, you can find us on the social medias. We are on Twitter at Undebeatables, if it's still open by the time you get there. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. They're, they're, they're in a rough spot, too. Our website, TheUndebeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can send us a message and email. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. And, of course, on our store, what do we decide we have left? For, for shirts. Uh, four small t-shirts. Okay, so we're out of mediums, only smalls. If that's you, head to theunabeatables.com slash store. For a once and always coach who always had his pipe above water, <laughs> Bobby Sick Leonard. Turn out the lights, the party is over. Nice work. Cut it. Now that it. Cut it. Print it. Paste it on Joey's head. As long as your pipe's above water. 